0: I wanna say well, but you're yeah. gonna give me trouble. Yeah, that's what we do. Well, this is the four E podcast. Well it is. <laughs> this is our phobab recap. Phobab. Oh, we're doing it uh so what does it say? This is November tenth. Yes. And Phobab was on uh the fifth. The fourth
1: and fifth. Fourth and
0: fifth. Yeah. And we went on the fifth. Yes, yeah, so we so went on the
1: fifth. So we're a few days you know, not a full week after. Yeah.
0: So while it's still sort of fresh in our my foggy mind, uh, right, we're uh, doing a recap. As fresh as a beer event can be. <laughs> it was fun though. It was a lot of fun. I uh, I really enjoyed myself, but I I'm not surprised by that in one bit.
1: Right. So this is just a recap episode yeah. today. This is not a full beer review episode, news and all that. We're just going to talk about phobem uh talking about our experiences favorite beers all that we are going to drink a barrel aged beer as we as we talk uh as we did last year doing our phobem recap mm-hmm. and then we'll uh get back to our regular scheduled podcast shenanigans shenanigans <laughs> you know business as usual uh, in the next couple of weeks here before before christmas ideally we'll get one more in
0: yeah i think we should before a, a little Slight holiday hiatus.
1: Yeah. So, uh, do we want to get into the beer we're drinking first, or we want to start talking about bat first? I say beer first. I say
0: beer first, we for gotta, sure. we got to start with beer. Because we're going to sip it. Yeah. It's a barrel-aged beer.
1: We can sip it as we talk exactly. a little. So, yeah. So, what do, what, do, what do you got here? So, I have, from Microphone Brewing, it's called Sir Blends-A-Lot, and this is blend number two. Mm. Now, the uh, Sir Blends-A-Lot blend number one won a gold medal at FOBAB in 2020 the year that they didn't have a in-person event because of covid mm-hmm. uh so it was it was just a i think it was a virtual competition so the competition still happened and awards were still given out and you could like get FOBAB to go where you would, you could sign up to get like you know bottles or cans to take home which i didn't do But uh, volume one, won in the um, strong stout slash porter category, won gold. Mm -hmm. Uh, It also won a medal at a different beer event as well. It won gold medal at the U.S. Open Beer Championship in 2021. So it won two different gold medals. Blend number one. This is blend number two that came out this past spring. Uh, and I, I did have it on draft when I went to pick it up from microphone, so I've had it before, so it's so that's why well, it's not like a full beer review, since sure. it is something that I've had and enjoyed. But I thought, you know, it's not the same, that one, but it's in the same line mm-hmm. of it. Uh, you know, it is blend number two, the the second version of it, so I thought it would be a good thing, since it is in the vein of metal winning, to open it up and try it out. Sure, and it's a uh, glass bottle of- yeah, it's a 500-milliliter glass bottle. Quick stats, it's a 14% ABV. It simply says it's a blend of barrel-aged Imperial Stout ales. It doesn't uh, give any other details as to, uh, at least not on the label, as to what barrels were used are. or how long or anything like that. I know they have, f- Microphone has a lot of these, like, the Sir blends a lot was the first one, but they've had a lot of other these these uh, blends a lot, and they're just grabbing from barrels in their warehouse and trying to get something mixed together that, that tastes delicious. So yeah. so, yeah, let's open it up and, and give it a try here.
0: Yeah, what sticks out to me is uh, the labels on it are dark and with uh, very little any color at all, really. And then the top that you're popping off is a bright blue cap. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's, so that that's blue kind of is Microphone's kind of sing- signature blue that they have everywhere um you know their their tap room is that blue color mm-hmm. everything is is colored that that blue so it is their kind of go-to noteworthy yeah that blue really pops on that dark bottle A little background microphone is located in elk grove village illinois um, it's the northwest suburbs of chicago it started in 2015 by mike and lisa palin so it's, uh, their tagline is craft beer inspired by music. So microphone, not spelled like a microphone you would talk into. Mm-hmm. It's spelled like, uh, his name, like Mike, M I K E R and then phone P H O N E. So microphones little spin on, on that. And a lot of their, like this is sir blends a lot. a lot of their, their beers have music puns to them. Right, yeah, they did the collab with Goose Island. It was like a side A and a side B. Yep, exactly. Another. Those debuted at uh, Bug Beer Under Glass when we went to it in, in May. Yeah. So, Well, let's uh, let's take a sip here. Cheers. Prost.
0: Oh, that smells good.
1: Yeah, lots of good barrel heat on the nose. Hmm. Mm. Good barrel, chocolatey. Mm-hmm. It's a nice, nice barrel-aged beer.
0: Oh, it smells so good. Tastes good.
1: Yeah, this is a beer that is just really well executed, <laughs> right? hmm It's not sweet, you know, there is some sweetness that you would expect from a, a big stout like this, but it's not overly sweet. It's got a good barrel to balance out the notes of the stout, the, you know, kind of chocolatey notes from the stout. I'm interested to see how it warms up a bit. It definitely, I remember the barrel being a lot hotter when I had it on draft, mm-hmm. but that was back in April. I think I picked it up. So it's been sitting, you know, in a in a box in my closet, not necessarily stored the best for <laughs> uh for 6-7 months now. So it's it's been a while that it's been hanging out, but um but I think that just kind of serves to balance the beer out a little bit more because like I said it did it was a little hotter on the barrel mm-hmm. initially, but it's a really nice beer.
0: I'm glad you saved it for such an occasion as our Full bab Recap episode.
1: I actually thought about drinking it uh, last week ahead of Fobab mm-hmm. as like a, you know, my like gearing up for Fobab beer. I put it in mm-hmm. the fridge. I was like, no, that actually, I think that would be a, a better beer to share for the recap because it's, you know, a medal winning. Well, this one, again, this one, not specifically metal winning, but the Super blends a lot has won uh, medal in the past at Fobab. So, right. So I thought that would be a good, a good tie in. Then so I, s- I did save it for a week just for this. Thanks. I was gonna drink it last yeah. Thursday and I didn't. Your sacrifice
0: is uh, appreciated. Yeah,
1: I drink straight jacket instead, as you as uh, whoever follows my Instagram may have seen. Yeah, man, just slumming it. <laughs> and, uh, I know. I, you know, last year straight jacket 2021, this year straight jacket hasn't even been released yet, so I had to drink a year old beer. <laughs> Oh man. Can we get into Fall Bad mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, uh, let's do it.
0: I wanted to first and foremost thank the Illinois Craft Brewers Guild for letting us come and, and cover the event. Uh, yes. It was well done as all their events are. Uh, it was at the Credit Union 1 arena as it was last year. So it was the second year it was at that arena. And I think it was a well-executed event. It was well-run and plenty of beers to go around yeah and yeah it was great
1: yeah I don't know if it was like I I knew more what to expect this year but it it felt it felt a little bit more like put together this time around but I don't know if that's just for me thinking like knowing what to expect and knowing where stuff was this Mm -hmm. time as opposed to last time where everything felt a little (laughs) bit more like at least in my mind like trying to like, navigate the new space, mm-hmm. but I think having the second year in the new space was uh, key for at least my perception of it. Sure. It was probably run exceptionally well, like, last year as well, but it just, like I said, it felt a little smoother. I don't yeah. know why. It was a more familiar space, for sure. That's probably what it is. It's probably just the familiarity of, of being there again. Yeah. We got there early enough to see the, I don't know I remember it
0: last year, but I kind of do the bagpiper opening
1: we didn't get into the arena until a little bit after 12 yeah. last year yeah i thought we got like, there a little the, bit after by the time we actually you know got in got our tasting glasses and and credentials and everything yeah it it was a little after 12 everybody was already drinking and pouring i think it was like yeah. you know twelve oh five, twelve ten. so we definitely missed the bagpipe to start it but that's cool it was cool yeah it was nice to get there you know we got there and in about five minutes before we were on the on the festival floor. About five minutes before the event started, so we did kind of get to get the lay of everything again and reacclimate ourselves to the space before it started this time around. Sure. Yeah. Which was certainly better. Mhm. Yeah, I
0: think there was already a line started.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> when we first got there.
1: Yeah, there was definitely a line that was already formed for one of the beers, and uh, that would be the the Phase Three. Mm. Yanoya uh, that they were pouring. It was uh, there was a line the entire first hour. It, they were pouring. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if there was a full full ounce that we were getting of that. They Mm-mm. were pouring really light pours of that. Very light pours. Um, Just trying to, to make it last. Yeah, trying to make it last as long as possible, which I I I respect it. Yeah, you know, I think I think to get the fullness of a beer because there's a lot of adjuncts. I think it was like coconut and peanut butter, maybe some other adjuncts in there. Um, I can I can pull it up to be exact but there's a lot of adjuncts in it so like one ounce is not really enough i think but i definitely understand and there's people when we got in line for it you know one of our first ones but not our very first one mm-hmm. and when we got in line there was definitely people in front of me that were talking about uh this was like their third time through the line or something <laughs> like that they were just yeah, they were just circling. circling yeah and you know i understand if you you know, if you like it uh go for it but it's that i'd rather spend my time venturing out right going through the same line i
0: don't think i i don't think i drank anything twice
1: no i don't think i did either yeah except maybe it's at the lager lounge oh
0: yeah well no i got two different ones at the lager lounge okay
1: yeah the lager
0: lounge had uh it had the microphone pilsner yeah there's there's uh, there's a finger pilsner Mm -hmm. and those are the two i got on the two different times we went
1: there's a couple of there's something from more yeah, um, a lager. There it? Yeah, it was like another lager. It was like a, I think it was like a, like a dry hop lager. So maybe more like an. Uh, oh, maybe that's the one I got. Yeah,
0: that is the one I got because I was like, oh, a dry hopped lager. not yeah.
1: different. Uh, and then there was like a Malort, aged lager that I didn't touch. No, thank you. Yeah, um, we're kind of getting like scrambled around. Oh
0: yeah, sorry, I didn't mean. Yeah, I, let's talk about from- the first two beers we had.
1: All right, let, let's let's jump those, into those. Those first
0: two were notable.
1: Okay. They were, how, how, how do you mean?
0: Well, they weren't gr- great. I didn't particularly like them. Um, but it was just the style. So it was from Cere- Cerebral Brewing. I think they're out of California. Mm-hmm. There was one called Buego Reserva and the other one was called Double Barrel. That one wasn't... the the oh. second one was not Cerebral. Oh, was it not? No. Oh, I don't remember what the second one was then. Oh, uh, So I'll it wouldn't out. have been Double Barrel Camperado.
1: It was Double Barrel, oh, but okay. it wasn't Cerebral.
0: Oh, okay. They were right next to each other. Yeah, but they, they f- were. The Fuego, so the, both of them have some pepper, peppery notes, to say the
1: least. Yeah, it was Corporate Ladder Brewing out of Palmetto, Florida, was okay. the Double Barrel Chomperado, and the Cerebral is out of Colorado. Oh, see,
0: totally messed it up. But either way, the Fuego Reserva was pretty good. It had like a peppery, uh, there's a few peppers in it, uh, jalapeno and something else right yeah
1: so the the fuego reserva it was aged 32 months in woodford reserve chocolate malted rye bourbon barrels and then conditioned on wood-fired guajillo and two varieties of chipotle peppers filipino cocoa nibs and mayan vanilla beans
0: yeah that one i didn't mind too bad it was kind of different it. the the double barreled chopperado that that one had a kick yeah, like so a the, real peppery kick, and I I couldn't finish that one. Yeah,
1: the <laughs> the volunteer that was pouring the cerebral one uh, was somebody that I had met at a I believe a, a beer release at Revolution and talked with them quite a bit that that day. So like we remembered each other, and and he the volunteers when you volunteer for a session you get to attend the other session Mm. for free. Okay. So he was volunteering at the Saturday session, so he went to the Friday session. And so he said, try "Try "Try that double-barrel Champurado. I think it was because we were trying a chili beer. Sure. So to go ahead, get that one, Corporate Ladder Brewing, double-barrel Champurado. This one was described as a Mexican hot chocolate-inspired Imperial Stout, Asian apple brandy barrels, then stag junior barrels for 25 total months of maturation before being conditioned on... Toasted marshmallow, cinnamon, agave nectar, cayenne pepper, cacao nibs, and vanilla beans. That cayenne pepper made it spicy. Yeah,
0: it it, it wasn't shy.
1: Yeah. It- <laughs> it definitely had a little burn to it.
0: Yeah, it came it came with a uh, it packed a good punch. <laughs> I think after that we went to though the phase it's 3. The phase line. 3 we got in the phase 3 line, yeah. Yeah. And again, it was I liked it, but again, I think you made a good point when it got such a little pour, it was kind of hard to get a good sense of it, but I thought it was pretty good. Yeah. And I I don't even like coconut that much, but I thought the coconut wasn't I got
1: center. It was I got a no good prominent.
0: amount of peanut butter. Yeah, I think yeah. I
1: think the the barrel and the peanut butter were the, the two that kind of started a little bit more than the coconut on that one yeah I would say there was a lot of beers with coconut this year I I
0: did notice it, that it
1: felt like a lot of beers and then a lot of like really popular ones that were that were going early that were like kicking early were coconut beers and I like coconut. I'm kind of getting coconuted, like coconuted out. Like, there's been a lot of, I think, just seeing all the beers that had coconut this year. I was like, okay, guys, let's let's pump the brakes on the <laughs> coconut. Can we get, you know, something that's not coconut this time around? All that being said, though, I did like seek out a few that had coconut to try it, but it's mostly because I knew those breweries had like hyped around it because the. I think from phase three, I we went over to Half Acre mm-hmm. and they had two beers pouring next to each other, and one was their Benthic two by four, so it's like two times the coffee. Benthic is a coffee and coconut mm-hmm. uh, barely ate stout, so the two by four is like two times the coffee, four times the coconut. No oh, boy, yeah. So it was really good, but I it was yeah, it I was a lot more been. coconut. Yeah.
0: So. <laughs> when you went there, I got the before land shook. Yeah, that's the one I got uh, when you got that one. Yeah, and I liked that was that was one of my favorite ones that was really good before land shook that was good half acre
1: yeah that was i think marshmallow and sea salt yeah um and i uh, i was telling you i had a can of that that a friend gifted to me and i thought that was excellent i drank it probably like a month ago um and it was it was really good. Really well balanced. It wasn't all really sweet or, yeah. You
0: know, the, the sea salt really balanced out the marshmallowy.
1: Yeah, that was kind of what I noticed when I was drinking it was that sea salt component just really smooth, like, because I think with marshmallow in a, in a barely stout, you can go way too sweet. I think that sea salt was key in keeping it from hitting that too sweet component, but yeah. We don't necessarily have to go like beer yeah, by beer. That's fine, yeah. Uh, but I would say, you know, we did go and, you know, did a lap around a lot of the non adjunct stouts after that, which were in kind of that, I don't know what do you call it, like, like the. Upper bowl? The yeah, concourse? The concourse, concourse. level. Concourse. Yeah. yeah. So it was in the concourse level uh, where, you know, all the food vendors and bathrooms and everything were. So was the same thing as last year. All of those uh, stouts were all in the concourse level all on like the the main floor was pretty much everything else. Yeah. And Goose Island had their section out just outside, um where they had like the little like beer garden with all the barrels. The L train. Yeah that so yeah they had their L train that they were pouring Bourbon County invariants out of. And then there was like a little beer garden area mm-hmm. um that they were had yeah. like uh, you know fires going in fire barrels and
0: Yeah, they had the weren't they using the barrels? Yeah, bureau stays. Stays. Yeah. Uh, Goose didn't have a booth inside, which is a little right. Yeah. Different. So that,
1: that was the one thing we uh, we noticed last year. Goose had a booth in. Goose had a booth inside on the main floor that they were pouring beers at, and then they also had the, the CTA train car oh. outside as well. So they had two spots last year. This year they just had the one. So that was that was a, a little bit of a, a difference. That we noticed, and so I think with that they they just weren't pouring as many different varieties that they had last year. I wonder if they just saw like nobody was going to that inside one mm-hmm. because everybody was going to the outside, so they were just yeah. they just brought stuff for outside only.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. Nobody had like an inside and an outside it's kind of. If you have one outside, you might as well just have an outside one. Or yeah, yeah that may make sense. Consolidating.
1: Yeah, I mean, and they don't have to like because I think it's it's not really volunteers that are pouring at the goose one. I think those are like, oh, employees. A, yeah, employees yeah. or or event people from Goose Island that that pour. Yeah,
0: that's true because they had all, they had the black shirts.
1: Mm-hmm. Anyways, also up in the concourse, as we mentioned, there was a logger lounge that they yeah they had the phase three lounge last year, and then this year uh, they changed it to just the logger lounge. Mm-hmm. So phase three brought. Things that weren't just lagers too. So there was a, I think they had, they had their like hard seltzer, that was up there, and I feel like there was an IPA. Was there? I I, mean, I didn't want to drink it. No. Oh. Because yeah. You know, I feel like there was just four taps, but. Yeah.
0: I don't remember.
1: Yeah, I thought I thought one was an IPA or like something hazy. Yeah, it could have been. And then one one was a seltzer, and then two lagers. Last year, this year they got different. As we mentioned, different breweries to do lagers for the lounge. So microphone, more Goldfinger. Yeah, I think they were rotating a few other ones in there as well. Yeah, yeah. I feel like it was more popular, or at least
0: more people were in the lager lounge that I remember last year. I
1: felt like it felt like the few times, or I think we went twice. Yeah, two we times went we went, it was a lot more people up there. Yeah,
0: but it was good. They had the little scratch off tickets. We yeah. didn't win.
1: No. Yeah. But
0: this lady at the table that we were sharing, yeah, like, won like four times. Yeah, didn't she, she had like
1: like three out of four, four out of five, something <laughs> like that, something crazy. And
0: then she won a more brewing glass, but she didn't want to carry it around, so I I snagged it. Yeah, she offered it, and I'm like, I'll take it. I got a pocket in this yeah, jacket your pocket. So. Yeah, although I did drop it once. I don't think you were there.
1: Oh no, I was <clears> there. there. Were
0: you there when I yeah. dropped it? I think it was outside
1: by the. L train wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. I would. I assumed it would have been shattered, but it it lived. Oh no, I thought you dropped it inside. Opens it inside? Yeah, I thought you. Yeah, I thought it fell on inside. Well, either way,
0: it fell on something concrete and it yeah. survived. It survived. And I drank. I drank out of it today. So okay,
1: <laughs> but yeah. don't put it in the dishwasher. It might not survive that. I did
0: put it. In, well, I had to clean it.
1: Hand wash it. Nah, not, life's too short. I hand wash like almost all my glassware. Oh, God, I hate hand washing anything. I loathe it. I just don't. I don't like. I don't trust the dishwasher. I think it removes like the logos and stuff yeah. that are screen printed on, yeah. and kind of yeah, time. Yeah, scuffs that up. So I, I want everything to be as pristine as possible. So I I hand wash. All right. Well, this well, is so I've taken wine glasses out of the dishwasher and they they've been broken.
0: Well, yeah, wine glasses are one thing. I will. I mean, I'm not. I'm not saying I don't ever hand wash, but I, I hate it, and I I run I don't, as like, much through the dishwasher as I can. I
1: would prefer to put them in the dishwasher, and we get even get ones that are dishwasher safe, and you take them out, and they they've broken in the dishwasher. So, I just out of principle will hand wash all my glassware. But this isn't a dishwashing podcast. Oh well, yeah, it's a beer podcast. We're talking about <laughs> beer glassware, and, and so I'm just saying, all right, that's how I like to handle my glassware.
0: Well, my more brewing glass survives the dishwasher. Okay. twice now. All right, so well, good.
1: And it probably wasn't <laughs> wasn't too damaged. Wasn't too damaged in the fall.
0: Yeah, but I, I enjoyed I enjoyed the op- the options there in the the Lager Lounge and
1: uh, talking to some of the people there. So yeah,
0: that was fun.
1: Again, great events. It's nice to have, like, it's a, you know, it's an arena. Mm -hmm. So it's nice to have, like, so much seating Mm -hmm. that you can just kind of take a break if you want. Like, we we took a break during the award ceremony, and we just sat in some seats in the arena and watched. And I I was taking pictures and putting it on our Instagram story for ones that, mostly ones that we had had. Uh, You know, I didn't, like, do every single award that was... Um how it was just like oh this is you know this we had this beer and it won this award and so I kind of was like oh yeah so this is a great beer and, and all that mm-hmm. yeah I was just adding my commentary for the full list of award winners is on the Fobab website uh, so if you'd like we're I don't think we're going to run through everything no. on this recap no. but definitely check out Fobab.com you'll see the full list of award winners I believe there's a, a a tab for all the 2022 medal winners, and then you can also go back and look at past years as well. Yeah, and uh, check that out. But um, but yeah, it was nice to kind of sit there because I'm sitting there taking pictures and posting. I'm not going around drinking as well, so it was a nice break. Yeah. at that time, and we also sat down at one other time, a little bit later in the in the festival, and just kind of had a few sips and of something that we were doing, just to again take another couple minutes to relax. I think that was key in pacing ourselves.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it was. That was nice. Yeah, it's a good venue for that.
1: Because mm-hmm.
0: the other one didn't have chairs or seating that no. I can remember. It was just a big, uh, like an auditorium, but no... What was yeah, that it was like a
1: conference center. It okay. was the UIC yeah. forum. Okay. What's it's called? But it's like kind of just like a big conference yeah, center.
0: like a big conference floor. But no, there weren't chairs. There yeah, there wasn't chairs. So... so. Yeah, is... there was like
1: some... There were some chairs, like... Kind of like in the lobby area at the u i c forum, but like you're kind of just lucky if if you're out there taking well it doesn't matter way to take a break, but you're yeah. kind of just completely out of the madness at that point
0: yeah, great venue mm-hmm. plus I think there were more i mean there's I, I can't i mean it's been a few years since it was a, I went to the one at the uh forum, but I feel like there weren't as many bathrooms <laughs> as
1: yeah, there. the bathroom situation <laughs> is is better for sure. <laughs>
0: I mean, your arena like that, there's tons of bathrooms. Yeah. So.
1: Um, yeah, so that, that that's definitely better. And better food options, too. Right. Because the concourse level has all the concessions going. So, and it just feels more spread out, too, because they have a lot more space and people kind of just fan into areas where that, in the conference center, just feels a little more packed in. Yeah. So... So that was just kind of general impressions of the fest. It was a great time and already kind of looking forward to next year. Well,
0: I'm done. I can't wait for, actually, I'm really looking forward to Bug.
1: Yeah, Bug will be, uh, hopefully we can stay in the good graces of the Craft Brewer's Guild and, and be able to go to both again. But do you want to talk about, so you mentioned a couple of, of beers that you liked the uh, before Lane Shuck from Half Acre. Mm-hmm. And, uh, do you want to talk about? What are some other noteworthy beers that stood out for you?
0: Yeah, I mean, I won't run through this whole sticky note. Uh, that would take up a long time. Just do, like, but your a top, few, like, three. A few that I liked. I liked the Thundertaker from Revolution. That's a great beer. Workforce Barrel-Aged Chocolate Vanilla Rye Sleepy Bear. I really liked
1: that one. Yes, that one, Silver Metal. Yeah,
0: that was delicious. In
1: the Specialty Strong Porter Stout category. And
0: the VSOR was... Also, by Revolution, very good.
1: Yeah. So, the Revolution beers that you mentioned, first, Thundertaker. This is actually the second time that they've done Thundertaker, uh, second version of it. The notes on the Fobab website for it say that it is a built-for-body barrel and a boldly sweet finish. This Imperial Rye Stout is loaded with Canadian rye and European barley varieties that forge it deep and Dynamic malt structure, premium hand-picked bourbon barrels, and view this chocolatey brew with notes of vanilla and highbrow hooch. <laughs> highbrow hooch. Yes. <laughs> and then the VSOR uh, stands for Very Special Old Rye Way.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So it's their rye wine or, or rye ale. Um, that they age in bourbon barrels, is called Rye Way to Heaven. Mm -hmm. And it gets released every year. I believe this year's release is coming up in a couple weeks, from, or next week, actually, from the recording of this podcast. And so this is very special old rye wine, so it's uh, aged uh, extra long. I think this is also the second year that they've done the VSOR. I believe it won a medal, the the first iteration of it. That sounds Um, right. But that was a couple years ago. I'd have to go back and look for more info on it. It says, owing to two years in premium rye whiskey barrels, the slightly sweeter blend of our rye wine oozes with malt-derived complexities reminiscent of maple and enough oak to build a bedroom set. With a grist (laughs) comprised of over 60% rye, this beer is deceptively balanced given its supermassive body. I would agree, uh, VSOR, one of my favorites of the festival, shocked it didn't win a medal. in the barley wine wheat wine rye wine category excellent beer it was one that i chased this year's version i went to the release i think it was also this past spring and had some on on draft got a couple cans to bring home and um just a terrific beer was excited to see it at the festival because i'm out of cans <laughs> and so it was good to have a pour and uh yeah it was great yeah that was like the notable ones that i i enjoyed there was
0: one that i i was kind of hoping would be good but wasn't <laughs> was by all means uh brewing company or brewery it was a wood-aged Marzen, and marzins are mm. typically like oktoberfest and as every as our loyal listeners know i'm really on a kick on lagers and pilsners and I love Oktoberfest beers. Um, I just really thought, oh, barrel aging one of my favorite type of beers would be good, and I I didn't like it. Yeah, it was uh,
1: not great. I feel like it's hard for lagers to get something that appeals widely. Yeah, when you barrel age it, because there's just not a lot of body to the beer itself. Yeah, not like a stout which has like so much body that like that barrel has a lot to work into, whereas like a lager there's not as much they kind of just need to like kiss the barrel and move on right <laughs> and and if the base beer is kind of off because margins can be kind of off too right like there's it's true you know there's some that are really good and some that are just okay or and and based on your palate and all that you might find ones that you that you like and dislike so i think it's it if you don't necessarily care for the base then that yeah. kiss a barrel won't really do much Maybe Rev
0: could barrel age their uh, Oktoberfest. Hint, hint. Revolution. <laughs> if you're
1: listening, which you clearly are. <laughs> yeah, ab- absolutely. So please listen and uh, and you know let us know. What about you? Are there uh,
0: any notable ones that stuck out?
1: There? Yeah. So I uh, noted probably my top four, but VSOR was in that. So we already talked about that. My so my top three aside from VSOR. Um, My favorite was probably from Moore Brewing, the Mendy Special Reserve. Mm, Um, That was good. Yeah, so it's Imperial Star aged in old Rip Van Winkle 10-year bourbon barrels for 16 months. Excellent. It was one of the ones that uh, I really was excited to try. The Mendy line has won multiple medals throughout its history at, at Fobab and I think in different places as well, but definitely at Fobab. And so I was excited to to try and see what, how uh, you know this year's version was gonna gonna taste, and it was excellent. Yeah, um, it was really good, and it won a gold. Yeah, in its category in the this, uh, the strong porter slash stout category, gold medal, well deserved. Excellent beer, definitely my favorite of the festival. Oh. Uh, I would say my second favorite, um, this is where our palates kind of <laughs> diverge, right? <laughs> is it a, a sour? Well, yeah, it's in the wild okay. category. So, okay. um, also a gold winner, a gold medal winner from Distill Brewing in Normal, mm-hmm. Illinois. St. Decora Reserve Sour Siri. I'm probably pronouncing that incorrectly. But we'll run with it. Yeah, let, let's just roll with it. Just- Lean right in. Yeah. I mean, I'm just just reading off the R-O-N-C-I-E-R-E, Roncier. Uh,
0: (laughs) Try one more time just for fun.
1: Roncier. (laughs) Anyways, so it it was in the category of wild beer mixed culture acidic with fruit. And the description is a a blonde ale based aged and soured in red and white French oak faders. I believe it's faders. It's like a French word. F-O-U-D-R-E-S. I think it's pronounced Vader. Condition on blackberry and raspberry puree. But anyways, it would be considered a sour. And I was looking through like the beer list, and I know Distill has some has some good just kind of regular sour. So I was like, oh, they they're entering the, in the sour category. Let me check out this one because you know if you have like a raspberry blackberry sour, just sign me up for that and i tried it and it was excellent yeah it was it was kind of was definitely top two i don't know if it took over for mendy but it was like right there for wow. me um, how good. much how much i liked it um yeah those two were like neck and neck and it won a gold medal in its category so i felt justified yeah you were by how much i liked that one
0: yeah
1: uh, and then the other one that really stood out to me uh this one did not win a medal so i'm, I'm not just picking gold medal winners <laughs> I thought this one was great. I was surprised it didn't win uh, any medals. But it's from Iswas Brewing here in the Chicago area called Levian. And it's in the wild beer mixed culture aesthetic category. It was a Saison fermented with their mixed culture in. French and Hungarian oak barrels. It was terrific. Uh I've heard a lot of good things about Izwas. was. I haven't had much of their stuff. I've had some like things they've collaborated on. Mm-hmm. From my understanding, it's called Is was because they, they brew a beer with the yeast with like a uh they brew a beer and then like you can drink that and then they let their like yeast ring go to work for a few years and then you can drink that and so you can see like what it is and is now and what it was what it used to be hmm. type of thing so is was brewing okay um but i really liked it and i was uh i was shocked that it like i said didn't didn't even metal but just a really nice beer
0: yeah a saison huh
1: oh we're not going there <laughs> Lots of other good beers that we tried and that, you know, that definitely stood out. We've mentioned a few as well, but I would say those were my top three, and if we go to top four, BSOR. Yeah, if we're going to do a Mount Rushmore. Well, let's talk about the big winners of the festival, Best in Show and Best in Show Runner-Up. You were Best in Show, and I was Best in Show Runner-Up. Well... (laughs) <laughs> the uh, Let's start with the, the runner-up. It was uh, from Sun King Brewing. They have a few different locations. Um, this is specifically the Fishers location in Fishers, Indiana. I know exactly where Fishers, Indiana is. Yeah, okay. Great, I do too. <laughs> my brother used to live there right. so well i went to college in indianapolis so i know <laughs> fishers is a suburb yeah he so. lived,
0: he had a i think he and his wife had a, an apartment in fishers
1: yeah sun king brewing is indiana based brewery they have several locations throughout you know i think they're like brew pubs in the indy area and pretty well known they i've seen them win quite quite a few awards mm-hmm. and both Great American Beer Fest, and I think they won like three or four awards at FOBAB this year. But they won uh, Best in Show runner up. This beer obviously also won a gold medal in its category of fruit beer. It's a caramel apple triple, mm. so a Belgian triple aged in Jamaican rum barrels with brulee apples, which were coated with brown sugar and cinnamon. Hmm actually uh, sounds pretty good I tried it did I did you try that one I don't think so okay that one got a pour i don't I don't remember if you were with me when I got a pour yeah but. we did we did separate for a little bit yeah so, so. It, was, it was after it won I was like let me go try this and see what, what all the fuss is about hmm. so I tried it and and yeah it tastes like caramel apple but like so they they hit what they were going for, but I I wasn't super impressed by it. Hmm. There wasn't a lot, a lot of like I mean, so this was after the awards ceremony, so we're a couple of hours into the the festival at sure, this point. Yeah, but still, it didn't really do much for me. I was like, yeah, this is a caramel apple beer. Hmm. was surprised that not necessarily surprised that it won its category because i I feel like fruit beer is kind of a not a highly sought after category so if you make a a nice beer it's gonna win but it was surprised it scored high enough to be best in show runner-up
0: i had a different beer from sun king but it was clearly
1: not a fruit (laughs) beer whatever yeah i mean um, they had they had a whole bunch of beers i mean if they're if they won like four i think it was four medals yeah so if they won four medals, and then they, I think they had a few beers that didn't medal. Yeah. So they had, they had a lot there. Let me just see how many beers that they did. Yeah, I had the barrel-aged Churrolicious. Oh,
0: yeah. I enjoyed that one. I texted my brother and said, hey, I'm thinking of you, because
1: here's an indie beer. I guess they, they had it said four, so maybe they won. Maybe all four won. Interesting. We'll check, check that out in a minute here. But let's go to Best in Show. Yes. Best in show is from The Lost Abbey based in uh, San Marcos, California. The winner was the uh, called Duck Duck Goose 2022. Its category was the uh, wild beer mixed culture acidic. And it says uh, description to celebrate the fifth release of our Duck Duck Goose. We blended beer from our 2016, 19, and 22 release as a uh, mega homage to the great goose of Belgium. So goose is a it's a type of these wild strain. Is that how beers. it's pronounced? Yeah, Isn't it goose? Well, there's goza, Gose, G-O-S-E, but this Uh-oh. is a G-U-E-U-Z-E. So uh, it's okay. goose. I yeah. believe it's goose oh, okay. or goza maybe. Oh, okay, so it is. Pronounce a little differently sure and that one best in show i did try that before the award ceremony it was pretty close to the is was mm-hmm. beer that i had tried so i was kind of working my way through that section and i liked it but i wasn't super impressed mm-hmm. overall by it Like i kind of like i said i like the was a lot more um than that one but we're not beer judges so we should be i don't think so that's a lot of work to get to that point does it is it i think so what if we put on our
0: own beer festival? We could appoint ourselves as... Oh, yeah,
1: and then build our credentials from there? Yeah. Okay. We'll look into <laughs> the that.
0: The 4E Beer Festival. Yeah,
1: we'll look into that. And, you know, listen. The Last Abbey, kind of came back, they, they've uh, won a ton of awards in the past. Lots of great beers that they've put out. It was a good beer. I did enjoy it. I, again, was surprised that it scored for best in show because, again for my palate as i was drinking through some of these beers this was for me was better but we're not beer judges i'm not a beer judge so um, it's that's true i think there's a lot of subjectivity yeah to that
0: what do we know we're media members
1: yeah but I mean congrats to uh, Lost Abbey for winning best in show congrats to Sun King for winning their best in show runner up and I, I, I guess winning everything right yeah the Churlicious did win a silver the Caramel Apple won gold and then the other two won silver and bronze in their in their category as well so the Sun King brought four beers and won four awards nice that's a good batting average that's really good <laughs> so uh, yeah that was, uh, that was kind of what I For the for notes on the winners, and um, like I said, all winners are available on the Fobad website under the Hall of Fame tab. So go ahead and and check those out. And if you have any in your area, you know, give them a visit and see if they have any of these beers available.
0: Yeah, as you mentioned, like Sun Kings and. Indianapolis area, and Mm -hmm. there was a Colorado, and there's some California ones. So if if you're there or or visiting, try to try to find them. Yeah, and thanks again to the Illinois Craft Brewers Guild. Great job, and uh, we're supremely honored to be able to come and cover the event.
1: Definitely want to echo that. Thank you so much to Illinois Craft Brewers Guild for inviting us in to cover the events and for just putting on a fantastic event. Thanks to all the brewers for supplying yeah. the beer. Volunteers. Um, all the volunteers for making the event happen and run smoothly. Great events. You know, really, really enjoyed it. Already looking forward to next year and, you know, kind of planning what we can do differently, how we can better maximize the day. Felt like we did a better job this year yeah. than, than we did last year, but I, I think we can do an even better job as, as we, you know, get into it more.
0: Yeah, definitely. Leave a review for us.
1: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All the podcast things. So, (laughs) yes, you know, subscribe to our podcast on all the platforms. All the
0: platforms. Apple,
1: Spotify, Stitcher, Google, Amazon. Follow on the socials. Yep. Follow us on Instagram. Uh, Twitter is dying, apparently. I'm not paying $8 (laughs) to get verified. Uh, I wasn't verified before that, and I barely tweeted. So, yeah. So, Twitter, from the podcast perspective, I guess uh, Twitter can die. But... Most most of my posts are on Instagram. Um, I guess maybe I should think about doing a TikTok at some point because that's where the <laughs> that's where everybody is. Yeah, but yeah, follow us at the Four U Podcast on Instagram. Uh, you, you'll get updates. There on what I'm drinking, and as well as where I'm drinking, and also uh, you know just pictures from uh, I put a bunch of pictures from yep. Fobab up this week, that's true. so you can see um, Mike and I having a good time and maybe getting drunker and drunker yeah. as the day goes on, although we weren't that drunk. We've yeah. been drunker at beer fests. We
0: have, and I want to say for the record, I know it's kind of late in the podcast, but I am alive.
1: Yes, that's true.
0: There was a poll on on the Instagram: "Is Micah dead?"
1: And eighty yeah. percent of you people well, thought it, I was dead. It dropped down in the in the sixties, but until the poll ended.
0: I mean, if it's even if it's fifty fifty, it's yeah. just
1: like, oh my, yeah. I am alive. The only people that voted yes were you and people that saw you in person. So like, <laughs> my wife and your wife that that I was alive. Yeah, yeah. They only said, yeah, oh yeah sorry they they said no 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 No, he's not dead no he's not dead so they're they're the ones that that voted not dead but But.
0: we have fun on instagram so you could should follow us
1: Mm -hmm. yeah give us give us a follow um and and then give us a five-star review and we will read it on a future podcast that's right as long as it's a five-star review yeah definitely we have standards
0: exactly it was a good time all right all right till next time
1: don't think about fear, don't think about fear, don't think about fear.